Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I am your host. Hey, it's New Year's Eve. Happy New Year's Eve. Woohoo! So I was really thinking about what I could share with you today. I'll, I'll explain to you several ideas I had and why in the world I said no to that and why in the world I said yes to what I'm going to share with you. So uh, I'm going to share with you a, a, a method, a very simple process of uh, changing your life, really. So catch the emotion and drop the story. This is not going to be the last time you hear about this. You'll hear about this quite frequently. I would highly recommend that you take notes on this one and that you consider as you're listening to this, who in your life might need to hear this. So who, who's getting themselves kind of worked up in their life and they might need a little bit more peace. Okay. Awesome. Enjoy. All right, so I've really been thinking about what in the world to share with you on New Year's Eve of 2020 as we're ushering out one year and uh, maybe kicking out and ushering in a new year. Uh, I, I was thinking about it, you know, do I do a year end review of the podcast? And I was like, no. And we just did kind of a review anyway of our 500th episode, so I don't want to do that. And then I thought, okay, well, I could talk about purpose, vision, goals, you know, last day of the year. And then I was like, no, that actually sounds pretty boring. And quite frankly, we talk about that all the time, just in different ways. And I, I'm not really this fan of like, oh, just jumping on the bandwagon with what everybody else does and say, talk about purpose, vision, goals. So then I was like, okay, well, can I give you guys a, a homework assignment? And I thought, no, no, it's a, it's a holiday, no homework assignment. And so as I've been going back and forth, really thinking about this topic, uh, it finally clicked with me this morning. Uh, so what I want to share with you is catch the emotion and drop the story. Catch the emotion and drop the story. So you're going to hear this quite a bit from me uh, here in the future. Catch the emotion drop the story. So I've been practicing this for a while working with a mentor and there's only three steps. Honestly, two are major. The third one is more of an intention thing. So I'm going to tell you the three steps and kind of flesh that out a little bit and actually share with you a little bit of my story. Some of the things that I'm struggling with these days. So the first step is acknowledging that you're worked up. Okay. In our house, we call it having a moment. I'm just having a moment. Uh, you might be confused. You might be stuck somehow. Uh, acknowledge that because oftentimes what happens is, you know, you, you might see, you know, maybe you're working on something. Well, here's an example, me with tech, right? I have told you guys, I'm, I'm not the, uh, the tech savvy person that a lot of other people are. I am learning though, and I'm not uh, closing any doors as far as learning new things on tech, because it's, I do think that it's really important for me to still learn those things. I just also know that I've developed this pattern or habit over time. And whenever tech is involved, I need to be in my conscious brain. So uh, acknowledge that you're worked up. So the other day when I was working with my data and I was just like, oh my gosh, I need to stop this. <laughs> so yes, acknowledge that you're worked up. Or uh, another great example is uh, it's pretty soon here in January 9th, we're going to launch a week long, uh, spiritual weight loss challenge. I'll tell you more about that later. But the reason why I, I share that is because 
I've been on this journey for at least the last six months. And the last four months have been extremely fruitful for me as far as the health, uh, especially with weight. Um, I changed my focus. I'm not focusing so much on my diet and exercise, but I'm focusing more on the spiritual, intellectual, um, you know, getting to know myself kind of side. So all of that's going to come out later in the challenge. But uh, I share that because I noticed two days ago, I was in this like overeating compulsive like I was just eating everything I possibly could and everything that wasn't necessarily good for me. And I had to stop myself and acknowledge, whoa, something is happening here. And I realized, now it took me two days, but I, I realized it wasn't, uh, honestly, it was just kind of a hormonal thing. Um, but I stopped in the moment and I acknowledged what was happening. And I took back some of my power by saying, okay, now I'm going to be conscious about what I eat. So there's a donut there. And guess what? I want to eat the donut and I'm going to fully enjoy that donut. So it didn't stop me from eating the donut, but it made me very, very aware of every bite of taking the, eating the donut, which guess what? Prevented me from having the second donut that was there. So I checked in with myself. Okay. Okay. This is where I'm at. And I allowed myself to consciously make a choice. Okay, that's what this whole first step is about, is that whatever you're doing, that you are fully consciously aware of doing it. Uh, another big area that I'm, I'm really focusing on right now, um, I know I shared a lot about my story with you guys, but there's some stuff that's coming up again uh, from the, the childhood traumas and dramas and stresses uh, and, and coming up kind of in full force, uh, having some effects in my physical life and uh, working through it, using all of my tools, my resources, my, my people. Uh, and I don't feel out of control like I have in other iterations of going through this healing because, you know, life is not a logical linear path. It's, it's iterations, meaning cycles, meaning you come back to it over and over and over again, kind of like a seashell that has that, uh, repeating pattern. So during this time, I have to realize that when I'm, for lack of a better word, triggered, not that somebody else triggers me, but I'm having a moment because of something, right? I have to acknowledge that I'm getting worked up. That's the first step. Acknowledgement is huge. Now, the second step of this catch the emotion, drop the story is you need a pattern interrupt. It's kind of like, you know, if you're scrolling through social media, people who, who do social media marketing will say, oh, you've got to have some eye catching uh, or some attention getting thing um, so that you can have a pattern interrupt so that people will actually engage with your content. The same is true with our minds. Because we get on these tracks, uh, I love how John Maxwell calls it, he says, uh, the only difference between a rut and um, uh, a grave is that one has a headstone. Uh, we get in these patterns of thought and once we're there, it's like a train on the tracks and it's going, right? That, that's why you have the same fight with your loved ones over and over again. So we need a pattern interrupt. Um, so we've talked about a lot of them as we've gone through on this podcast, gratitude, letting things go, meditation, forgiveness, humming, breathing, your I am statements, um, something as simple as singing and dancing. My 11 year old loves to have a dance party, right? Affirmations, anything that's going to interrupt your thought pattern right now in the moment. So pick your favorite one and just practice it. Okay. If you're a dancer, do a dance party. I'm not a dancer. It doesn't, you know, that's not my, my normal thinking pattern. Uh, I, I'm doing a lot of humming and breathing, uh, doing a lot of checking in with my body. So pick what, what works for you. So that's your pattern interrupt. Okay. Now, right after that, you get full choice of what you want to do. 
again, it's kind of like, okay, once I noticed I was overeating and I still wanted the donut, I'm going to choose to be grateful for every bite of that donut. Once I realize that I'm freaking out about that whole tech thing, I say, stop, pause, breathe. What do you want to do? Do you want to move on or do you want to continue? Because if you're going to continue, something has to change. But if you want to move on, that's okay too. Give me yourself that permission. And when I'm triggered, you know, as I'm going through and I'm, I'm doing some healing stuff like, ooh, okay, stop. What can you do right now that's going to bring you back to center? Okay, so that's the first two steps of catching the emotion and dropping the story. Because uh, when we stay with the emotion and we, we create this story around the emotion, that's when we get ourselves really in, in a twist, in a bind. Okay, now the third step is that you're going to commit to repeating steps one and two forever. Forever. Okay. You don't just practice this one for a week or three weeks and then say, okay, Michelle, I got it down. Nope. This is like a forever thing. Okay. It's a lifetime journey. Now, maybe you look at that and you go, oh my gosh, I can't possibly commit to that. Okay. But as you're thinking about 2021, setting some goals, maybe you want to include this one as a part of your spiritual, intellectual, um, also your personal development. It can go in all three of those categories. Okay. So, so I guess what I'm saying is if you make this a goal and you say, I'm going to do these two steps as much as I possibly can, who man, your whole life is going to change. I promise you that. So catching the emotion, dropping the story. So you notice the emotion. Remember, emotion uh, is neither good nor bad. It's not positive or negative. It just is. Um, it's just energy in motion. Uh, I think a lot of times, especially as adults, now it's different with children. In, in early childhood, we, we do want to help children understand what this energy is and what it might mean to them. Although as you progress, the the reality is that your, your energy and motion might be reflective of several different emotions at the same time. You could put very, uh, you could put several different labels on the emotion. Okay. Um, people who are not quite as mature socially and emotionally will only put one label on it and then they'll, they'll give a definition of whether it's good or bad or judgment. As you progress in your maturity, you realize, okay, this, this one thing, I might feel uncomfortable, I might feel excited, I might feel scared, I might feel happy, all at the same time. So I have tried to get myself to the point where I'm not necessarily thinking about what the emotion is and giving it a name and a judgment, because then that process calls for you to kind of figure out, well, why is it there, what's happening, and what do you want to do with it? And quite frankly, I don't want to stay in my conscious brain too much for that. Okay. So, so I am training myself that when I feel this energy, I go, okay, there's energy here. What do I want to do with this? And that leads me into that pattern interrupt. And, and then I consciously make the decision. So I'm not consciously focusing on what does this emotion mean? I'm consciously focusing on what do I want instead? Okay, so I'm releasing the need to know about the emotion, why in the world it came, because that's creating the story. I can't tell you how many clients I talk to all the time and they're like, oh my gosh, this thing happened and this is how I felt and oh my gosh, and here's the whole story behind it. And I always listen to the story and I'm always empathetic and compassionate, but you'll always notice me. The next thing I'm going to ask you is some version of, well, what do you want instead? 
Your, it's not that your story isn't important. It's just that it's not going to help you move forward. Okay. So when you're focusing on this, catch the emotion, drop the story, you're not fixing anything and you're not doing anything. Okay. You're feeling and you're being. Okay. That's why I think a lot of people don't enter into this because it's so much easier to just go and do something. You know, when you're triggered by something on social media, it's so much easier just to reply. Um, you know, when you're triggered by technology, it's so much easier to throw your pen across the room, which I've done. Uh, when you're triggered by one of your children, it's so much easier to punish them, right? It's easy to do something, but it's hard to sit and feel and then think about what you want instead. So, you know, all of our emotions, they come in waves and research shows us that it's about 90 seconds. So 90 seconds uh, for any kind of emotion, including pain in our body. This is something I realized about a year ago when I had my, my very intensive uh, hip surgery and I'm allergic to pain meds. So I, I had no pain meds, which were that my doctors were just flabbergasted that anybody could do that. And I was so thankful for about five months uh, to, to prepare for the surgery, to really work on, you know, meditation, breathing exercises, the 90 second cycle. Uh, I was really, really thankful for that. So that's my suggestion to you. Work on this now because you never know when there's something that's going to come in your life that's going to require you to use those tools. And you don't want to wait until you have an illness or an injury to start practicing these because you will not have the bandwidth in your brain to do that. Okay, so practice them now. So 90 seconds to, to sit for 90 seconds and just say, I'm going to feel whatever this is for 90 seconds. I'm not going to fight it and I'm not going to try to extend it. So, you know, there's lots of pleasurable things that we try to extend to by having two donuts instead of one. Right. So for 90 seconds, I'm just going to be here and whatever this feeling is. And let's say it's a um, quote unquote negative feeling, right? So it's a feeling that you don't like. Uh, grief is a really good one, okay? You're feeling grief. In that moment, you can uh, have compassion for you when you're feeling that emotion. So for 90 seconds, that's your signal to sit here and have compassion for you and say, you know what? So if I were talking to myself, I might say, okay, Michelle, yes, you're feeling grief right now. It's perfectly normal to feel grief. It's okay. It's all going to be okay. Yes, you miss that person. Think about that person. Maybe be grateful for that person, right? So you're having compassion for yourself. And also try to think about the millions of other people in this world who are feeling that same feeling. So when you're going through grief, and right now, gosh, 2020 has provided us a lot of material for grief, hasn't it? So when you're going through that grief, you can be compassionate to yourself and begin to think about all the people that you have in common with around the world who are also right now at this very moment feeling that grief. Okay, so you're breathing in. Now, this this is key. This is what I found that really, really helps. You're breathing in through your nose, if possible, and out through your mouth. So when you breathe in, you're going to breathe in whatever that emotion is and just feel it. And on the way out, you're going to um, have what I call wishes for freedom. So thinking about yourself and thinking about all of these other people feeling the same thing, as you're breathing on the way out, you want to breathe a blessing. So I might breathe in and think about my grief and I'm going to breathe out and say, you know, I wish us all freedom, something like that. You can either say it in your head. I usually just say it in my head. You don't have to say it out loud. 
but it's the cycle. So for 90 seconds, you're breathing in that uh, emotion and compassion, and you're breathing out this wish for you and for everybody else you're connecting to. I promise you that the result of doing this is that you're not only going to feel better, um, but you're going to be able to process the emotions that are happening within you. So you're going to decrease your stress. Um, and after you do that, so let's say this cycle comes in 90 seconds after the 90 seconds, now you're going to be able to see exactly what you need to do. Okay. But if you react before you catch the emotion and drop your story and take this 90 second wave, what's going to happen is you're going to do something and it's probably not going to be the thing that you should do, which is going to just kind of add to your issues. Okay. So you, you want to make sure that you're not doing anything until you feel the emotion and you see what to do first. So, you know, going back to my examples, when I'm working with technology, you know, if I, if I find myself getting all worked up, I stop and say, okay, there's something happening here. What do I want instead? I want to feel peace so I can, you know, enter into this thing. So I might do a site case stress balance, or I might focus on gratitude, whatever comes to me in the moment, that's what I'm going to do. Interrupt that pattern. And then the next thing I'm going to say is, okay, what do you want instead? Is it worth it to continue to move forward or do you need to stop and, and go do something else? Um, the same is true with the, the eating. Now, I, I can tell you that whatever happened two days ago, I definitely consciously, thoroughly enjoyed that donut. Okay. Now for several months, I have not even had a hankering for a donut. I mean, I've been able to see them and just go, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want it. Not, not I don't need it or I should ha shouldn't have it, but I don't want it. Um, and so I enjoyed it. And you know what? There's still donuts out there. And today I had no hankering for a donut whatsoever. But I can almost guarantee you if I had denied myself having one donut two days ago, I probably wouldn't have finished off the box yesterday. So, you know, in that moment, I gave myself permission to do that. I breathed in that, that emotion of, okay, something's happening here. Not, not quite sure. And then I thought about all the people in the world who are also dealing with this issue. And quite frankly, I thought about this, the spiritual weight loss challenge that we're going to launch in January. And that's when I went and I put out on Facebook, Hey, everybody save the date. We're going to do this um, January 9th through the 16th. And that was enough to kind of get me going and remind me like, Ooh, this, this is a part of the story too. So I didn't do the post until after I had this experience with the donut. Make sense? And, you know, as I'm going through and I'm, I'm healing from some of these childhood trauma, dramas and stresses, and I might go through and read something or hear somebody say something, or maybe it's just this, um, you know, feeling that I have with my family. It's okay. I can take that, like my daughter said something the other day about, you know, her jokingly, you know, her dad kind of squeezed her on the shoulder or something. And she jokingly said that her dad was um, abusing her and everything in me, you know, just was on high alert and not, I, not because my husband is, but because of me. And I was just like, you have no idea what that even means. Uh, you've never been exposed to that kind of thing uh, in your life. And, and I had to say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. And I actually stopped in the kitchen and I let the 90 second wave come and I let myself feel the emotions and I just connected with all of the people that I know in my life that are also trying to heal from some of these things. And so I breathed in the emotion, but I breathed out the, um, the peace, you know, I, on the out, I said, I, I give you peace. I give you joy. I give you release. I give you forgiveness, everything that I wanted for me and for them. 
And wouldn't you know, after that 90 seconds was done, you know, they were on in their conversation and I was ready to move on to whatever else I was doing too. So it has a tremendous um, impact on you when you really focus on this. So acknowledge that you're worked up. You need some sort of pattern interrupt and realize this is what you're going to do forever. Okay. Write it down. Figure out how in the world that you're going to do this. And my hope for you is that your 2021 is so much better than your 2020 uh, that you will look back at the end of the year next year and you will look back and say, oh my gosh, I don't even recognize that version of myself. Okay. So I really want you to get this. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much for being such a loyal listener. Uh, as I've been reviewing my year, you guys are, are the top of my list for uh, people that I'm grateful for. I, I just can't believe where we've gone with the podcast. You all have been amazing. Um, would you consider as a New Year's gift, are there people in your life who might need to hear this message today? They might be getting themselves really, really worked up and they might be wanting to make a change, but they're not quite sure what to do. And uh, maybe they could use this three-step system, two steps really. Really, that can get them unstuck. So consider sending this to them and I would really appreciate that. Awesome. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.